Stop criticizing yourself now and forevermore. Never again. Make a vow to yourself. I'm not going to do this anymore. You have been criticizing yourself for years and years, and you're still criticizing yourself for the same stuff you were criticizing yourself for before. So let's, it seems that it doesn't work. So why don't we try another tactic? If you really want to love yourself, it's essential that you stop criticizing yourself. That's Luis Hay. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Hello and welcome back to the Depression Detox Show where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. Thanks for tuning in. So this week, it's all about the self and how we can start to cultivate more self-care and transform our negative inner dialogue and self-sabotage into self-approval and self-empowerment. So to recap, We had Les Brown start off the week talking about self-approval, self-appreciation, and self-acceptance. Then on our last episode, we had one of my favorite speakers and educators in the space, Dr. Kristen Neff, talk about why we should choose building our self-compassion over building up our self-esteem. And now we're wrapping up the week with a pioneer in the personal development and personal improvement space to talk about three of the most essential ways that we can start to love ourselves. Here's the late Louise Hay. Enjoy. So we're going to explore some ways that I've discovered that help us learn to love ourselves. Anybody who studied the Course in Miracles knows that they say, forgive and love thyself. You know, it's love thy neighbor as thyself. And the thing most people seem to forget It's as thyself. It isn't just love thy neighbor. And you can't really love your neighbor until you do learn to love yourself. And I'm not sure exactly why we've gotten away from loving who we are. And remember, when I talk about loving yourself, I'm not talking about vanity or arrogance. That is not love. That is fear. I'm talking about just really respecting and cherishing the incredible miracle that you are. Because each one of us is someone really fabulous. We're divine, magnificent expressions of life. Only we have to know it. And when we do, it's like we're in tune with the entire universe and everything just flows in our life. So we need to not only love our neighbor, but we need to love ourselves, and we need to begin there. And it's interesting, we resist this so much. So tonight I want to share with you some of my ideas about life and how you can get to the point where you really do love yourself. When we sort of get the guidelines on how we love ourselves and we're willing to practice them consistently, it's amazing the changes we can make in our lives. You know, I'm a very simple lady, 
and I have very simple guidelines for life. And for some people, they're far too simplistic. They think that's just ridiculous. But over and over again, I've seen people try them and practice them, and it's amazing how they work. Now, I want you to remember that if you hear just one sentence tonight that you can use to help improve the quality of your life, that's fabulous. You don't have to get everything I say. You don't have to accept everything I say. You don't even have to understand it. Whatever you're hearing tonight is going into your subconscious mind, and you will use it at the appropriate time, or you'll reject it. You know, you're always in control. You can do whatever you want. I can stand here for days and tell you all sorts of wonderful ideas, but if you don't want to accept them, that's your business. We're always in control. So let's see what we can do. All right, and let's have a good time tonight improving the quality of our lives. Sometimes we think it's so serious when we work on ourselves. And we can do it that way, and we can also do it through a lot of pain, but we can uh, do it through a lot of joy, too. Okay? So if you want to love yourself, then I suggest you start with these ten steps that I've put together. Absolutely number one, first of all, most important, and if you really get this one, you don't have to practice any of the others because they'll come automatically. The number one thing is to stop all criticism. Stop criticizing yourself now and forevermore. Never again. Make a vow to yourself. I'm not going to do this anymore. You have been criticizing yourself for years and years, and you're still criticizing yourself for the same stuff you were criticizing yourself for before. So let's, it seems that it doesn't work. So why don't we try another tactic? Let's come from a place of being okay as you are, and you can make changes. I remember what a revelation it was to me when I discovered that I could make changes in my life without being a bad person. I didn't have to be bad and then change. I could be okay and just change. Criticism never changes a thing. So refuse to criticize yourself and accept yourself exactly as you are. Remember, everybody changes. Everybody. But when you criticize yourself, your changes automatically become negative. You get into negative changes. And when you approve of yourself, it's amazing how your changes are positive. Our ability to change and adapt and flow with the process of life is our healing power. That's our healing power. We are powerful beings, and our power lies in the choice of thoughts that we think and the words that we use, because our thoughts are creative. They create our experiences. They contribute to everything we do in life. So you do choose the thoughts you think. You really do. Sometimes we think, oh, they zip by so quickly. But you really do choose them. So choose thoughts that are nurturing to you. Choose thoughts that are uplifting, that are supporting of you. If you really want to love yourself, it's essential that you stop criticizing yourself now and forevermore. Absolutely. And you can, you can do it. You can do it. Just make a vow that that's what you'd like to do. All right, number two, don't scare yourself. Please, if you love yourself, don't scare yourself. Stop terrorizing yourself with frightful thoughts. 
Because all you do is make any situation worse. You don't make it better. And don't take a small situation and make it into a big monster. And don't take a scary situation and make it even worse. Be there for yourself, you know? It's a terrible way to live. And if you have a habit of doing this, I suggest you stop it. You just stop it. You know, how often do we lie in bed at night going over and over a problem, creating the worst possible scenario? We do this for illness, we get a pain, and we're immediately planning our funeral. Uh-huh. I've got a few people I think here have done that. Yes. <laughs> we do this for relationships. Someone doesn't call, and we immediately decide that we're totally unlovable and we'll never have a relationship in our life. And we're abandoned. We do this for work. You know, you hear a small remark at work, and you think, oh, my God, I'm going to be fired. You know, we build these things up. These, and remember, these frightening thoughts are affirmations, only they're negative affirmations. So if you have a habit of thinking negative thoughts that scare you, what I find is the best thing to do is find an image of something you really like, something that you love. It could be a sport, it could be a sunset, it could be some beautiful view, it could be flowers, it could be anything. And use that as a substitute. Pick that as your image, like your switch-to image. And every time the negative thought comes up, or every time you find that you're frightening yourself, just switch to this thought or this image. You know, and say to yourself, no, I'm not going to think about that anymore. I'm going to think about sunsets or waterfalls or beautiful yachts or whatever your, your image is. Whatever you want to choose. And if you automatic, if you keep doing that, you will break that habit. But it takes practice. It always takes a little practice. Love yourself enough to stop scaring yourself. You know, just stop that. Number three is be gentle and kind and patient with yourself. Just be gentle and kind and patient. You know, a good example of the power of patience is a garden. A garden is often to begin with just a patch of dirt, and then you add some seeds or some little plants, and you let the sun shine, and you water it, and you give it some loving attention. And to begin with, it seems like not much is happening. But if you continue doing that, if you're patient, things will change. The garden will grow and blossom. And if you think of your life as like a garden, or your mind like a garden, you know, what kind of garden what you, would you like? What kind of events do you want to have happen in your life? And what kind of seeds do you need to plant in order for those to happen? So you select the seeds, you select the thoughts that will contribute to creating the garden of experiences that you want. And I like to think of planting these thoughts in the fertile soil of your subconscious mind, where they get nurtured and then can grow. And if you pay attention to them, if you take care of them, then one of these days you'll reap a wonderful, bountiful, and beautiful harvest of all the things you want. You're learning new ways of thinking. Now, I realize that some of you have been working on yourself for a very long time. So some of the things I'm going to say tonight might just reinforce for you what you already know. And a few of you may be just beginning on your pathway of self-discovery. And some of the things I may say tonight might sound ridiculous 
or you may resist them a lot. But remember the resistance is part of the process of making the changes. When you ask the question, how do I love myself, you are already in process of beginning to learn to love yourself. Because there was a, probably a time when you wouldn't even dream of asking the question. So you're already started there. So as you learn these new ways of thinking, be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself and be patient with yourself as you plant the new thoughts in your mind. Now watch for the weeds. The weeds are like the old negative thoughts. And pluck them out as quickly as you can. Remove those negative thoughts as soon as you see them. You want to treat yourself as you would somebody that you really, really liked. Or as you would a treat a gentle little child. You know, for yourself, that's important. And you know, it's okay to make mistakes while you're learning. You don't have to immediately be perfect. So many of us are cursed with perfectionism. And we won't give ourselves a chance to really learn anything new because if we don't do it perfectly in the first three minutes, we again assume we're not good enough. But anything you're going to learn is going to take time. And when you first begin doing something new, it never feels right. You know, just for a moment, do this. I want you to clasp your hands. Now, there's no right or wrong way to do this, but just clasp your hands. And I'd like you to notice which thumb is on top. Okay? Unclasp your hands and reclasp them with the other thumb on top. How does that feel? It feels strange. It feels odd. It feels different. It may even feel wrong. Okay? All right. Now, clasp, unclasp and put them the first way. And open them and put them the second way. And the first way. And the second way. And the first way. And the second way and hold it. Now, how does it feel? Not so bad. Not so wrong. We're getting a little used to it. Maybe we could even learn to do it both ways. Well, you know, it's the same thing with anything you learn. The first time you try it, it feels wrong. It feels strange. It feels different. And we immediately have a tendency to judge it. But if we just practice a little bit, it can, can become normal and natural. So when you're beginning to do your affirmations or change your way of thinking, just know all you need is a little bit of practice. A little bit of practice, that's all. You're not going to do everything in one day. You're not going to love yourself totally in one day. But if you can love yourself just this much more every day than you did before, like a quarter of an inch, and every day you do a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Do you realize in two or three months you could love yourself this much? And all you did was this much every day, just a tiny bit. It's amazing. It takes just a little bit more love every day. You know, you can get up in the morning and say, I really want to love you more today than I did yesterday. And if you make that statement, the universe will hear you and find out ways to do that. Big thanks to Louise Hay for stopping by and sharing a few ways that we can cultivate more self-love. And if you want to listen to another great talk that has more on this topic of this week, then you can go back and check out episode 18 with Marissa Peer, which was a really, really impactful episode. All right. You can connect with Louise's work by visiting her website, Louise 
hey.com. You can follow her publishing company on Instagram at Hey House Inc. And check out her most recent book entitled Mirror Work, 21 Days to Heal Your Life. And everything I just mentioned, along with the link to the entire talk, will be in the show description. And when you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And that's a wrap for me. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will see you back here Monday for a new episode of the Depression Detox Show. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.